Welcome back, Dropouts. This is the latest episode of Blood Droplets. I am Jason Gray, your guide to this journey through really weird movies. Uh, I am not looking forward to this episode. I do not want to talk about this movie. I did not want to rewatch this movie. I probably could have gotten away with it, but getting ahead of myself. There is a very specific reason why I chose the movie I'm going to be taking a look at this week, and I'll point it out when we get there. But this week's movie is called Factory of Paranormal. It is a found footage movie. It's written and directed by Jeff Prophet, and this movie might just be the worst movie I've seen, but not really. Again, we'll get into it. Uh, following the previous episode about the special, I kind of regretted how much of the movie I gave away, and once again, I don't want to get into a plot point by plot point, blow by blow, and with this movie, it's a little more difficult to do so, but I ended up taking a lot of notes because you just don't understand what you're going to get into here. <laughs> and I'm well aware that I am really overselling it at this point, and so many people are going to come away with, well, that doesn't sound that bad. Trust me. So if I start getting too into the details here, just bear with me and be aware that I am setting the table for an exquisite buffet of waste of time. The general plot of the movie is shockingly straightforward. Factory of Paranormal is the story of Carrie, who believes in the paranormal and really wants to investigate something and experience something outside of the norm. She drags her friend Vanessa along for the journey, who is the skeptic, so they have something to bounce off each other with dialogue. And so they go off to investigate a supposedly semi-local abandoned factory, hence the name Factory of Paranormal. And that all sounds so much better than what we get. And right away when you start the movie, you feel like you have made a drastic mistake. Because you get the typical point-of-view camera shots wildly swinging around this abandoned factory while you listen to nothing but heavy breathing for two minutes, probably a little more, just nothing but that. And I'm just like, this is a joke, right? I'm being punked. This isn't something that's really happening, right? After those bits of attempted spookiness or you know, someone in need of their asthma inhaler. We wind back to the setup and have Carrie addressing the camera. And I'm going to say this for the movie. I had a bad feeling from the description. And though for a few minutes, but, but, Carrie talking to the camera, her acting here is genuinely good, or at least competent. I rather like it. For a found footage movie of this level, of this budget, it's believable, it's effortless, and it actually started to put me at ease, and maybe things are starting to look up. This will be the last good thing I have to say about this movie. Then she brings in Vanessa to do her intro and get all that set up out of the way. And again, both of these girls play really well off another, it feels really natural. So after all that talking, setting up these two characters... We finally get to the actual factory, and Carrie doesn't really know how she's going to get into this place, because she hasn't thought that far ahead. 
but she's sure there's probably a hole somewhere along the fence, and so the pair of them start walking along the perimeter to try and find some way in. As they're walking, the extent of the dialogue between the two characters can pretty much be summed up as, I believe in the paranormal, well I don't, and it just drones on to fill time as they're walking. After almost five minutes of walking, and just straight, I believe in the paranormal, well I don't, back and forth the entire time, Carrie thinks she sees someone, they hide for a moment, and then run all the way back to their cars. Once they're back at the cars, they debate what to do, and and this experience has just made Carrie want to go exploring more because if there's someone there, they must be hiding something. And so after debating their next course of action, they resume walking exactly where they were going in the first place. And do you want to know what they do as they retread the same ground they've already walked on? They retread the same dialogue they've already done with, I believe in the paranormal, well I don't. But wait, after a few minutes of walking, something actually happens. The girls discover something that so unsettles them, do you want to know what it is? Do you want to know what they discovered that is so unsettling that Carrie could only describe it as creepy? Do you? It's a black sheet. Nothing but a simple black sheet. Sitting there on the ground. Nothing else weird about it. Just a black sheet. And they wonder. Well, I don't know what it's doing here. People leave shit lying on the ground. Everywhere. All the time. It is not some deep cosmic mystery. Like scorch marks on trees or something like that. Before they can investigate what the mystery of the sheet really is, because, heaven forbid, this movie do anything interesting in the first 30 minutes, the director shows up playing a real estate agent to chase them off. And this is the reason why we're here. I wanted to talk about this movie because I wanted to talk about <laughs> the black sheet. This fucking black sheet has become so iconic between me and my friends that if we are watching a movie where nothing is happening for a long time, we either start longing for a black sheet to appear, or we refer to it as a black sheet movie. And I just know at some point I am going to drop the phrase in this podcast and call some other terrible movie a black sheet movie. And I wanted to bring in Factory of Paranormal into the collective consciousness of all the dropouts out there, so when I say a black sheet movie, you know I am comparing it to Factory of Paranormal. Now there's an entire scale of black sheet, which I haven't really nailed down yet, but full black sheet is, this is a movie where absolutely nothing is happening. A half black sheet movie is kind of more of a gut feeling. There's stuff going on, but it's not really amounting to much, and you're like, uh, we're not really doing a whole lot here. And a quarter black sheet movie? I kind of go with that, that there's stuff going on, I just don't care about it, and the movie is on thin fucking ice. So there you have it. The black sheet scale. And now when I use the phrase black sheet movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. And you will be afraid. Uh, let's get back to this nonsense. 
right. While the girls were distracted with uh, the director showing up, the black sheet has disappeared. Okay, that's something. But it also takes away the only significant thing that's happened so far. But because of the real estate agent interfering, he insists that they, that they leave. This isn't a safe place, blah, blah, blah. And they head back to the cars. And you know what we do? Argue about what to do next. And Carrie is even more determined to still get in and find out what the big deal is with this factory. And what do they decide to do? Once again, walk along the fence, which we have already done twice now. To recap, so far in this movie, we have gotten to the factory of paranormal. We have walked along the fence until they got spooked and ran back to the cars. Where they debated what to do next and decided to walk along the fence until they got spooked and went back to the cars. Where they argued about what to do next, decided to walk back along the fence a third time. So every week I share movies with friends online. It's great to hang out, watch some utter trash, and just have fun. It's basically the live version of this show. And let me tell you, once the girls started with their third trip down the fence, and nothing else has happened at all in this movie so far, I was getting the distinct feeling that there was a mutiny brewing because this is punishingly dull. The, the plot is literally going in circles, back and forth, back and forth, and just, I had to start apologizing for what this movie was doing to us. And hey, can you guess what they talked about this time they're walking along the fence? If you guessed, I believe in the paranormal, well, I don't. Give yourself a fucking cookie. But suddenly, something else happens to spook Carrie. She starts hearing voices of little children laughing and playing. And suddenly, the black sheep falls from the sky, scares them so bad that they run back to the cars. After the debate that you already know what it is, it's back to walking along the fence for a fourth time in under 40 minutes. This is roughly the midway point of the movie, and nothing has happened. Following the usual who believes in paranormal discussion, they once again find the black sheet, and again go to try to see what is inside it, bringing the plot full circle to where it was 20 whole minutes ago. And what do they find inside the sheet? What's in there? What has all this fuss been about up to this point? A slightly weird, slightly creepy baby doll. Okay, fine, it's something. This freaks Carrie out to the point where she actually shuts the cameras off, and when they come back on, they have finally, thank the phoenix, found a hole in the fence. I wonder how many trips back and forth that we did not see this took to get this far. Kyle, the real estate agent, shows back up, so it is literally like the plot has progressed absolutely 0% in the last 20-30 minutes. And as if this has not been enough for the movie at this point. Once Kyle leaves, do you know what the movie has the audacity to do at this point? It has the balls to drop in flashbacks. Because for some reason, I guess they do not trust us enough to remember 
the few things that might have happened so far in the Black Sheet Saga. Anyways, we are now finally inside the fence. And Carrie decides, okay, now to recap. No, no, don't you dare. Nothing has happened so far. You do not, for the love of all that is holy, need to recap anything in the movie at this point. Vanessa is getting a little creeped out for whatever reason, and gives the suggestion that, hey, you know what, we should go back to the cars, and don't you fucking dare! We are finally making something resembling progression, and if you turn around at this point... (laughs) This movie comes so close to breaking me. Kyle shows back up to continue chasing them, so obviously he finds them without much effort, spooks them some more, and actually chases them inside the factory. And it was at this point, I was actually glad... No, no, that's not the word for it. It was a good thing... No, no, that's that's not it either. It was helpful that I had decided to rewatch the movie. Because I had memory hold so many details of the last 30 minutes or so out of pure rage. I thought that they had gotten inside the factory, what is about to happen happened, and the movie ended. But no, there's actually something more going on here, and at least I had that refresher, and I can give the movie a bit more of a fair shake. So we're actually in the factory at this point. We actually get a few minutes of wandering around in the darkness until Vanessa disappears, And this circles us back around to those opening minutes of Breathless running around the factory. And then, this. This is where the flashbacks begin. Now, they had done one or two before this point, but once they occur inside the factory, it becomes unforgivable because of the sheer amount. The movie dumps... Whole sections of the first half of the movie, tinged in sepia, with the briefest moments of Carrie wandering in the darkness calling out to Vanessa. I want to be clear here, because there's nothing wrong with flashbacks. But to use them to this sheer egregious degree, that there is literally more flashbacks in the second half of the movie than there is further exploration of whatever this movie is doing. We are literally rewatching whole entire chunks of their discussions from earlier. They're wandering around, and there is zero purpose for it. It doesn't illuminate how things can be seen in a different way. It doesn't add more footage to change our perception. It is literally, this is what we saw half an hour ago. We literally have 20 minutes left in this movie. And the only new stuff that happens is an occasional, Vanessa? Vanessa? And then straight back into more flashbacks. The movie could have ended with 25 minutes still left to go, and you would lose next to nothing. It would change nothing. Your experience does not change from this point on to the end of the movie. And once this Ouroboros that has gone in circles along the fence and back to the cars over and over again, is now going back to previous footage. People were practically screaming for my head. You are literally re-watching the first half of the movie at this point. 
the only other event that actually happens before the end of the movie is Carrie actually gets out of the factory. So nothing happened inside other than Vanessa disappearing. She comes back upon the black sheet. It floats around a bit being creepy and then attacks her. And that was something else I had completely memory hold. So again, at least I can say, yeah, something more did happen at the end of the movie, but it had a bunch of who cares at this point. I don't really think I have to tell you what my recommendation level of this movie is. Avoid it at all costs. To sum up, we spend 50 minutes getting into the actual factory, followed by 20 minutes of flashbacks to getting to the factory, and then two seconds of paranormal. What a spectacular waste of time. Now, truly, is this the worst movie I've ever seen? Probably not. Is it technically the worst? No. Is it the worst filmed? No. Is it the worst idea? Well, okay, no. Is it even the worst acted? No. But, everything about this movie is just so poorly done without being utterly incompetent, showing that there is some level of skill there. The sheer lack of anything here becomes insulting, and I'm frankly offended. All of its bad points, while not as bad as any number of other movies I've seen, come together to form some horrific Voltron of bad movie. Is it the worst movie I've ever seen? No. But all these factors, it is a movie that is worse than the sum of its flaws. It is such a spectacular waste of time. I, 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 I'm going in circles as much as the movie about this. And look, I know the people who hear these words are not going to heed them. I know there are people out there that will take this as a challenge. I know, because I'm that way. I'm people. But I am begging you, if you ever listen to my advice on any movie, listen to it on this one, and and just take it from someone who truly knows their bad movies, who is someone who will hear, oh, this movie is awful, and take it as a challenge to seek it out and see how bad it is. This is not a movie you want to watch. I cannot stress this enough. <sighs> so that's Factory of Paranormal. A movie that has somehow nothing going on, but has inspired me to yell for... Mm, 40 minutes so far in the recording, I can probably cut that down to at least 30. Maybe I can get this under 20. Ah. I really have nothing more to say about this movie. I am absolutely spent. Next week, um... Have I decided what next week's movie is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got one I, I really want to talk about. And fortunately, I know it's a good one, so I need it after this disaster. Uh... So, I'll hopefully see you guys back again in about a week. If you've got any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can reach me at foenix at gmail.com. Uh, we've got a Facebook group. Be sure to like and subscribe in all your favorite podcatchers. Um, thanks for listening. And remember, 
if you should ever find yourself investigating a pair No God, it's a black sheep! Do not fuck Happy Fun Ball.